This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. So when I was Chief Operating Officer of a company, that meant that I had to oversee all the many departments. And what it meant was that people came to me with their issues and problems, as is appropriate. Well, there were some times when people brought things to me because they didn't want to deal with them themselves. They wanted me to deal with them. You know, you do it. You take care of it. You solve my problem. Now, there may have been some cases where that was appropriate. And to be honest, there were some cases where that was not appropriate. For example, there is this age-old rivalry between sales and marketing. Some people think they're the same thing and they are not. So marketing is putting out there what an organization or a company does, what they can do. Sales is let me sell you our product or service, the thing it that it is what we do. Whether it's a for-profit or a non-profit, there is a sales component to every organization. If you're a nonprofit, you're probably trying to get more donations. Those are your sales. If you are a for-profit, you have a product or service that people pay you to provide. The marketing's job, the marketing department's job, is to let people know that you exist, to explain the benefits, why you want this, why you need this. Sales is Let's get down to the real conversation. Do you want this? Do you need it? Let's sign you up today. It is all part of the same machine, but the two functions are actually pretty different. And what I have found is salespeople seem to think that marketing people are at their beck and call and that they should provide everything that they need in order to make the sale. Marketing people say, you know what, here's what we've created. It's your job to go out and sell the thing. Do it and get it done. And so there's this back and forth of sales says, here's what's here's what we need. Marketing says, we've provided it. Go do your job. It goes round and round. Anyway, in one of my experiences, I had the director of sales come to me and say, you know, we need this marketing campaign and we need to be first to market. We have to get this information out there. We have to do it now. And my job as chief operating officer is to oversee the three main legs of any organization. Sales and marketing is one. Operations, which is the delivery of the service or product is two. And three is finance and administration. And so what the director of sales didn't understand was, you are one of three legs that I am overseeing. And in your leg, there is sales and marketing. So you're part of one third. A very important part, yes. An organization can only be successful if all three of those legs are working well. If 
the sales and marketing isn't working well, then operations has nothing to provide as far as their products or service. If operations is working well, but sales and marketing isn't bringing anything to them, they can't do anything. And if finance isn't keeping a good rein on money in and money out, then the whole organization could fail. Everything is important. Anyway, in this dealing with this director of sales, and he kept bringing to me, this needs to happen, this needs to happen, this needs to happen now. And what I said is, I understand that the track you are racing around is a single track, and you are feeling the heat of our competitors. I get that. What you don't understand is that I have several other tracks, or maybe one great big track that incorporates all these others. I've got many plates in the air. Sales and marketing is one of them. I'm training other employees. I'm overseeing getting our finances in order. I'm trying to hire more operations people. I'm doing a bunch of things. And it was really interesting to have this conversation with this director of sales because he wouldn't let up. And he wanted me to do what he wanted me to do. I mean, and and to be fair, isn't that what we all want? Like we say, here's what I want. I want you to do it, whether that's in our professional life or our personal life. We, We want the kitchen cleaned. We want the groceries bought. We want the kids picked up from soccer practice. We want the report written. We want the proposal done. We want the meeting to happen. It, we have certain wants and that's very valid. The problem is when we have our desires and we say, this is what I want and we expect someone else to take on the responsibility, but even more so, the passion for those. I don't remember where I heard this, but it was saying, not my monkey, not my circus. And from the workplace version of that, not my monkey, not my circus. And when you leave my office, take your monkey with you. And that's the thing. We want to encourage our employees and staff to have great ideas, to see how they can move the organization forward, to put things in place that are going to benefit the organization. The problem is that most people usually see it from their somewhat restricted point of view. And that's not a ding on them. That restricted point of view is because they have a job, they have a role, and it's usually in one of those three main areas. They don't understand how the other areas actually impact the organization as a whole. That's the role of the integrator or the chief operating officer or whatever the particular title is in an organization. They see things from one standpoint. They have one lens to see everything. And it was interesting in this conversation, I said, you've got your competitors breathing down your neck. I get it. And 
I'm in for the long haul. And he got up in arms immediately and said, are you implying that I'm not in for the long haul? And I said, I'm not implying that. His response was, but you just said da, 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 da. And I had to explain to him, what you see is very one faceted. My role in this organization is multifaceted. I'm not just looking at sales. I'm looking at marketing. I'm looking at operations. I'm looking at training. I'm looking at onboarding, bringing on new people. I'm looking at, we probably need a new CPA. We need bookkeeping help. There's a host of things that I am responsible for and you are bringing to me your one and only thing that you are caring about in this moment. I love the fact that you care about this and that you are passionate about it and that you are trying to push this forward. Great. But if you put it all on me to do, it's going to have to stand in line behind my other responsibilities. You want to add your monkey to my monkeys that are already existing. I can't do it. I can add your monkey to my other monkeys, but it's one of many. If you want your monkey to move forward, take the reins. What needs to happen? So how this particular story played out was, I told the director of sales, you want this marketing initiative, you want it to happen, then here is what you need to do in order to move it forward. I need you to draft the marketing copy. And he says, but I'm not a marketer. You know, you're in charge of marketing. If that's not my job, I'm, I'm sales. Sorry, if you want this to take a little bit more toward center, then you have to do something. Not my monkey, not my circus. And so we finally came to an agreement that he would draft the first effort to a marketing campaign and I would move that forward to the marketing department. Not my monkey, not my circus is actually about empowerment. We want to empower our employees and staff to come to us with great ideas. We want them to be passionate about moving the organization forward. But what happens a lot is they say, I've got this great idea, here's what I wanna do. Here, I'm going to put it in your lap. Now you do something with it. And more than likely, the lap of the person they're trying to push that on is already filled with many other initiatives and ideas and things already in place. It just gets lost in the shuffle. So two facets to this. If you are a manager, a leader, executive, 
empower your people to bring you ideas and then empower them to take those ideas to the next level. Put them in motion. Get them going. Give them life. I guess it's actually both facets. It's not just bring you ideas, but it's, okay, and what's next? If you're going to put it on me, it's not going to happen in a timely fashion, or at least not in the timely fashion you think it should. So that empowerment is on two levels. One, I'm open to these ideas. Two, great, you have this idea. Let's brainstorm how we can move it forward. And I am going to empower you. I'm going to give you some lead. I'm going to give you some rain to get it done. And when you get it to a certain point, then we can get it to the appropriate department to take it even farther. But don't bring me your monkey, don't bring me your circus and expect me to take it on completely. If you have initiative, you have this brainstorm idea, then what I expect from you is to do something with it. Do you think that's too harsh? Do you think I'm expecting too much? I believe that people want to feel valued. And there's a value in bringing ideas. And there's a value in taking it a step further and saying, I am passionate about this. And let me do what I can do on my end to get it a little farther down the road. Not my monkey not my circus. And when you leave my office, take your monkey with you. Make it your monkey. And when that monkey matures a little bit, then bring it back and we'll see how we can incorporate it into the rest of the monkey family. I would love to hear your examples of monkeys, ideas you've brought to an organization, ideas your subordinates have brought to you, what your conundrum was, why maybe you couldn't take it farther, or what you might have wanted to see from those subordinates to then feel capable of, yes, let's let's go with this. You bring me an idea and you just want me to be passionate about it and you just drop it off on my lap. I can't take that passion. I need I need your passion to help it along. Anyway, I would love to hear your thoughts on this and you can always leave your comments over at www.theshulergroupllc.com and you can always leave your comments on the podcast episode, Not My Monkey, Not My Circus. Until next time, may you thrive.